Or do I do the west side? Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. Just... <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. Try something new. This is your last time. You won't be here again after today. Am I being let go? Am I being let go? I was wondering what that pink slip was. <laughs> Good evening, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politics on this Friday night and on the Fight Lab Feast Network. Uh, campus preacher Keith in the house. It's his last talk. day. It's his last day. Yeah, and, Pastor um, Toby comes back. The he's water like, boy. Pastor Toby called. He wants his job back. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, actually. He, did, he doesn't want to be here with us. Let's stop and take a moment to talk about the Fight, Laugh, Feast Club membership. By joining the Fight, Laugh, Feast Army, and that is our army. We got thousands now. Yeah, I mean, we do. It's not, <laughs> it's not three of you like uh, Daniel Spratt and Paul Terrell and you know the, yeah, the original the three, the OG three. <laughs> all right. Not only will you be aiding in our fight to take down secular and legacy media, and at this point, it's going to be Fox News and Daily Wire is coming up on our, our target here. Man, they're they're falling apart already. I, I'm can't. still going after the young Jordan type. Jordan Peterson just interviewed Dave Rubin on gay parenting. There's no such thing as that. On, on what? On Daily Wire? Yeah, on Daily Wire Plus, on their new new oh. Plus platform. I was excited for that, too. I know, I know, I know. It, it went from like 0 to 60 to like, like in, like in a day and a half, 24 hours. But you'll also be getting access to content placed in our club portal, such as past shows, all of our conference talks, and exclusive content from our club for our club members that you won't be able to get anywhere else, including backstage shows that we now do on, on, on in the club portal. Lastly, you also get discounts for our conferences. Yes, our conference that you probably already signed up for. And if you haven't, you can become a club member. You can get $100 off the conference. Today's which the last is day with the October. discount. Keith, that's, you're out of your lane, man. Right. So this, is you you're not gonna bucks, this is why you're leaving right there. <laughs> Case in point, you know that pink slip? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you got 10 bucks, 25 50 bucks a month, kick it over our way. You can sign up now at Fight, Laugh, Feast, or FLFnetwork.com. Just click on the shop. You're good to go. I'm ready for the conference. I was I just am. getting excited about that. I'm ready I, for the conference, so I, I it's a good reason am. to become a club member. Uh, what, you, what are you doing? You just uh, scroll right past? past my my. There we go. What, what right, there you go. Yeah. It was weird. You did it again. It's not very organized. What I'm are there. you doing? I'm there. I'm this right is, there. Okay. Thank you, Gabe. High five. Hey, no, here. Oh. Make no mistake about it. The enemies of Christ are actually being put underneath his feet because all he does is win, baby. <laughs> All he does is No matter what mm, Glory uh, All he does is, is win Death you better look out baby You don't borrow time bro Just ask Satan He knows He's been watching the seed of the woman stump all over the head of the serpent for centuries. His own head, like a bunch of Bebe's kids. Y'all remember Bebe's kids? <laughs> that elephant? We don't die. <laughs> we multiply. Was that the elephant? No, Bebe's kids, the bad little kid. Okay, I'll tell you uh -huh. about it after this show. And ultimately, he felt that crushing blow at the resurrection of Jesus. Now, in case you've missed it, Satan actually had a press conference post taking a massive L over Roe v. Wade. He spoke a little bit about the impact of this particular loss recently. Take a listen. The Congress sends to the president now our nation's first major gun safety legislation in three decades. I, no, I, not y'all. That's, that's the a, wrong clip. She, that's the one in screw tape letters. That's, the, the, that, the, that's the wrong devil. I'm talking the, about yeah, the, the other devil. As you all know, the team and I suffered a uh, big defeat this week with um, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. We went out there, we, we gave it our all uh, with fantastic offensive game, but ultimately the good guys and uh, 
and Justice Roberts came in clutch. <laughs> Played a better game. So let's uh, let's take some questions. Uh, you, you there with the teeth. Satan, it seemed like you had it in the bag with Roe on lockdown for 50 years. What went wrong out there? Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you for the question. Um, you know, we gotta look on the bright side here. We, we put up some incredible numbers. Over 60 million PBAs, that's pre-born babies aborted for the late person. It's an absolute world record. Uh, yeah, I can't take all the credit though. This is a team sport and uh, you got an incredible team. You know, got Planned Parenthood, Moloch, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> they all made this possible. It didn't go the way that we uh, wanted this time. But in the end, Still have a championship team of demons, devils, and Democrats out there, and you know, there's always uh, there's always next season. Excuse me, the devil. Uh, what are your plans for the Hell franchise? The devil. Forward? Excellent question. Uh, obviously, franchise. this is a rebuilding year for us. We're gonna we're gonna build back better. Oh. And uh, we have some great up and coming prospects. We got Kamala Harris. Oh. Uh, you've heard her uh, demonic cackle. Of course, it's one of the best in the game. It scares even me sometimes. <laughs> you know. Uh, of course, we've got all the, the progressive Christians out there. Uh, we got the guy from Green Day. we got Pink now. And, of course, the Republicans with the weak defensive game. So, thanks, Mitch. Um, <laughs> you know, they let us remain dominant, killing babies for over 50 years. And let's not forget, we still have we still have California and New York in, in, in the bag, putting up incredible numbers in the child sacrifice department. Ooh. Anything else you can tease for the fans out there? Well, uh, let's see. Well, while our abortion game will be down for a while, we've got some great stuff lined up. So we're going to be rolling out another Amy Schumer comedy special. <laughs> um, anyway, i uh, got to make an appearance at a family-friendly drag show in Texas. Oh. No more questions, okay? This press conference is over. You know, so many people helped us through the years. Margaret Sanger, Alyssa Milano, shout out to my homegirl, uh, Michelle Obama out there. Thanks for oh. the support. Let's see, Jen Hatmaker, uh, Rachel oh. Hollis, uh, the absolute goat, Kermit Gosnell. Oh. Uh, pretty much every Hollywood actor. Uh, except for that uh, that guy who played Frazier. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's handlers, uh, all the Republican congressmen oh. uh, who've gotten their mistresses pregnant. Uh, oh. And the latest from my favorite television show of all time, The View. Oh. <laughs> that is that is how you win. I just That is I just, so good. I want to say thank you, Babylon B, for making that press conference. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, in... <laughs> There's so much I want to say about that, but I'm not going to. In other news, something amazing has happened with uh, some of your favorite companies like Amazon.com, Bank of America, Bumble, BuzzFeed, Citigroup, CNN, Comcast, CVS Health. There's more. Dick Sporting Good, Estee Lauder, Goldman Sachs Group, Hewlett Packard, Ikea. 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 Don't forget them. Uh. J.P. Morgan and Chase, Kroger, New York Times, Lyft, Match Group, MasterCard. Meta platforms, that's like Facebook and those guys, Microsoft, Paramount, Patagonia, PayPal, Procter & Gamble, Salesforce, Starbucks, Not Target, Tesla, every other, you Come know, on, you Elon. Know, Elon, thank you so much, Elon, yeah. uh, Uber, Vox Media, we got an article from Vox, yeah. Yelp, Zendesk, I don't even know What's who it? that yeah, is, I don't know, but, is. but they're on there, and Zillow, don't forget, Number one groomer of them all, Walt Disney. All these companies are going to be offering financial support to their employees who have cancer. 
and they're going to be paying for their travel anywhere around the world and treatment because they love life it's, and they love not, taking. That's no, not cancer, bro. They're going to. Well, no, they're no, going to they, pay for abortions. Not not all cancer. those companies. Yeah, they think the babies are cancer, but it's it's, it's abortion. Yeah. But they would never. That would kill yeah, out their all, workforce. All, yeah, they would. They yeah. would. They would never like cut their feet yeah. out from underneath them. That'd be stupid. I don't expect that much logic coming out, do you? I mean, do you? All those companies? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to pay three months leave. Keep that, <laughs> keep that woman working. Yeah, oh. a couple thousand it was, dollars. A week off. Yeah. It's just one week off you versus know, three months off. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the best way to say that is those companies have now become the head of those households. Is that maybe the better way to say Ooh. that? Making making them burden decisions. They're, they're the ones who's going to be paying for it. Decisions. So so Biden this past week is not in our country, and he's still saying crazy stuff. How long is it fair to expect American drivers and drivers around the world to pay that premium for this war? As long as it takes. So Russia cannot, in fact, defeat Ukraine and move beyond Ukraine. This is a critical, critical position for the world. Well, that's good to know. Critical, critical position. Um, he said, he said. Um, first of all, the question. This is they're all part of the narrative. The media is, Biden is, everyone. They're constantly blaming the war for our high gas prices, which is not true. Our high gas prices started long before the Ukrainian war happened. They're already going up significantly. I think they um, already had gone up by like fifty percent by the time the war had started. Um, but if 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 this wasn't very clear and what Biden was getting at, again. He was overseas. He was taking these questions overseas. He later on in this press conference went and criticized SCOTUS overseas. He goes overseas and s- criticizes the Supreme Court. He doesn't know where he is, though. That's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's a good point. You, you just got him off the hook from me. That's a good point. He doesn't know where yeah, he I mean, is. I mean, I got to say this real quick. Okay, you know, go. you know, everybody, there is, there is some sort of patience I think we do have to have with Biden. You know, because he's seen that there's something going on. No, I mean, it's, it's legit. Like you I can't do so that to too. your dad. Like if you're a Biden child, you're like, you got to pull dad back. Yeah, well, I mean, think about <laughs> it. If you go to your 84 year old grandpa, grandpa, he's, 70, uncle, he's like 75 or something. Oh it, no, yeah. really? Yeah, he's like 75. Okay, really? yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah. even so, like he's doing a lot for that age. He's yeah, the president. I mean, he's did running. Did you see him fall off the bike? Yeah. I mean, the- <laughs> did you see some of his friends bought him a a, 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 a motorcycle? <laughs> because he, he fell off his bike and you they know, wanted to help him. You know why they did that? So he wouldn't. They did that so because they can't so vote the 20th. Be president. That's right. Yeah. They can't yeah. vote the 24th, 25th Amendment. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? Let's buy my motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, how you go 79, fast, 79 Joe. Years old. He's so 79. His, he's 79 years yeah. old. All right. So his communications, one of his communications representatives later clarified what he was actually trying to get at. Watch this. Sustainable. What do you say to those families who say, Listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. Wow. Um, so mm. the stakes of the future liberal world order, we have been saying this again and again these last two weeks, that the whole point of, of Biden, what he's trying to do in this economy is he's trying to revolutionize the economy for us. Yeah. And he's constantly saying that he's, he's saying it out loud. He's not, they aren't even hiding it. He wants to use gas prices to get everybody off gas vehicles. He wants to use gas prices to get everybody on electric cars. He wants to use gas prices. It's all—it's a climate economy that he's trying to convert everything into. I wonder when it's going to come out that they've been 
for a long time propping Biden up and somebody else has been le- doing the. I'm wondering uh, when that's there, going to come out. There's no it always way comes he's making down. decisions. Right. No, you know, no, no, they don't even want him making decisions. <laughs> yeah, he no. can't stay up with his bike. And that's why a lot of the aides have already left and they're like, oh, let's just figure. So I'm wondering when it's all going to come out. But, you know, this isn't new. Uh, I remember growing up and hearing about NWO, New World Order. Like mm-hmm. every, that's not a, a thing. They well, just this is a liberal but, world order. But he's just calling it what it yeah, is. Yeah, but it, but it it is. And, and I, yeah. to be fair, I think what they're trying to say is they're trying to say we want the the rest of the world to maintain a toward a, a sort of liberal form of democracy like yeah. we currently experience. Yeah. That's what they're trying to say. They're, they're kind of having a Freudian slip of the tongue where they're actually telling what they're really going to do. Yeah. Is they're trying to have a one world order? At the I don't end think they're slipping the tongue anymore. I think they're just. They're, they're now in a position where they can say out loud what they've been thinking for decades. Because every, but I think every, everybody yeah. wants something like this, though, because even the question to, to Biden was saying, how long do Americans have to worry yeah. about this? And but yeah. he's actually saying because he's asking in the context of the war with Ukraine, with, with Ukraine yeah. and, and, uh, and Russia. Russia. And so there, he's actually, OK, when are you guys going to come in here basically and fix all of this? And make it go away so that we can live the comfortable lives that we want. As right. in to say, like, you guys aren't self-sufficient in how you operate and how you live and, and how you work. So since you're not, well, when are you guys going to fix the thing with Russia and Ukraine so we can get everything back to normal how it was in the rest of the world before then? So everybody's yeah. assuming in one way or another that there is some sort of implications for how these other countries are operating and how sure. we live, right? Sure, yeah. I, I, so the problem that I have, though, is that we actually serve Jesus, who is mm-hmm. king of the world, mm-hmm. king of the universe. Um we should have some sort of implications of thoughts about what it looks like for his reign to be yeah. They're They're thinking about this very well. They're thinking about, okay, how does our politics, how do whether we give money to countries, uh, the way we bind together with NATO, yeah. they're thinking the, the world is thinking about this. The politicians are thinking about this. The problem is that they're not thinking about it with us. And we need to make sure mm-hmm. that we're thinking about it with them so that we can say, hold on, Jesus Christ has something to say about Let's hear all it. of this, yep. everything that it. you guys are yep. doing. Because he's king of the world. And we're going to hear a little bit more about that from your last day here, <laughs> Keith Darrell. You better go drop out, go out with a bang. Go out with a bang. It's better. Friday. Yeah, more cross politic coming up next. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. Armored Republic exists to honor Christ the King by providing tools of liberty to free men. New York State just banned body armor. Armored Republic is suing the state of New York in federal court to resist their arrogant war against your God-given rights. Mass shootings are tragic acts of evil that are best resisted by armed citizens and brave watchmen ready to fight back. The main violent threat to human life is not individual criminals, it is tyranny. This is Armored Republic. Welcome back on this Friday evening, uh, right before America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. Shout out. July 4th. Yeah. Using a smartphone or a computer opens up the door to a host of digital temptations in a world saturated with pornography and other harmful content. What's a Christian to do? 
We need to take a proactive approach welcoming transparency into our digital media choices, and Accountable to You makes that easy. Their accountability software shares detailed activity reports from all your devices and your kids' devices. Underline kids' devices there and in real time to the accountability partners that you choose. With accountability in place, your family can effectively guard against temptations online and live with purity and integrity. Learn more and try it for free at accountabletoyou.com. That's accountable, the letter two, two, Y-O-U.com. Forward slash FLF, and as in, as in Fight Laugh East, FFLF, tell them we sent you. We ended last week with the Supreme Court overturning Road and punted the issue back to the states and Dobbs. We went into the weekend and off to church celebrating and thanking Jesus for a small victory in what is not a racial, class, gender, or merely a culture war, but the grand narrative of the conflict between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman, which started when men, male and female, failed to give thanks to their creator and grasp for equality with God in the garden. This is the real backdrop of the culture wars. Henry Van Til defines culture wars as religion externalized. So there's a sense in which a culture war is inescapable, but it's easy to be seduced into thinking this war can be won by protests, memes, owning your opponent, and self-righteousness. As Christians, we need to understand that the abortion debate cannot be settled by the courts, the states, or laws. Mm. Laws cannot save us. The only way out of a culture of death— is resurrection. That's right. The sexual revolution is a culture of death. Proverbs 8 tells us, the one who sins against me injures himself. All those who hate me, which is wisdom, love death. That's the sexual revolution. What is the sexual revolution? Dr. Jennifer Morse gives three main ideas to the sexual revolution. One is separates sex from childbearing. Um, that's contraceptive ideology. Number two, it separates both sex and childbearing from marriage, the divorce ideology. Mm. And number three, eliminates all distinctions between men and women, except those that individuals explicitly embrace, the gender ideology. These ideas have thoroughly saturated not only our culture, but the church as well, because (laughs) at root, men and women are not worshiping the living God, but worshiping the world, the flesh, and the devil. This is why some, after rejoicing over the weekend, we came into the week to discover the likes of Joe Scarborough and Al Sharpton attacking this small victory of life Mm. as not our church and attacking it as Christian nationalism. As the conflict heats up, we will have an increasing attack on us allegedly from the scriptures and professing members of the church. The attack won't immediately be about Jesus, but it will be under the guise of homophobia, racism, sexism, and now Christian nationalism, especially white Christian it's funny though, but although Joe Scarborough really did say, this is not about Jesus. This has nothing to do with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, and, and they're always going to frame it that way. Yeah, that, that, like uh, we, so right. we talked about earlier in the week, it was an attack on the, the early church, incest, atheism, yep. and I forget what the other one, yep. cannibalism Can, yeah, uh, for, yeah. for the Lord's Supper. So um, it's not going to be about Jesus because then it's explicitly because we're Christians. Yeah. It's always got to be a back door. Um, and so what's reasonable as we look at these sorts of things is what is the way forward? The remedy, I believe, is in some ways pretty simple. We saw this as we commemorated the life of Jim Wilson. Jim Wilson was an evangelist, and he stuck with some of the rather simple things. Confess your sins, read the Bible, and share the gospel. As there uh, more as they more and more twist scripture to get it to fit the sexual revolution, we must retain the simple position that Isaiah discovered. This is the one with whom I dwell. He was poor and contrite and trembles at my word. Christian, do you tremble at his word? Or is it something that you wield merely to take those around you? As we go into this weekend and go into church on Sunday, humble yourself before the Lord and his word, and he will lift you up. Mm. He promises. He opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. As 
That becomes your disposition before God. You will become emboldened before men and yet humble as well because you will recognize the need for the gospel. And the Lord has brought you out of a culture of death. Keith just got through 2,000 words in like three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And he was going slow. (laughs) I was was trying to pace myself too. I I was once preaching and I had like an eight-page document. I was being Uh critiqued and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I got done and the, the guy was like, you just went through every word in here. It should have taken about 50 minutes. You did it in like 20. Six. So, so I'm a, I'm a fast talker. I'm a fast talker. You know, you know, you, you, you know this is uh, your first time spending the week with us. You, you, know, you come in. Do you think about a lot of the pol- politics stuff as much? I, d- I don't. I, like I've run everything through campus preaching. Uh, right. So, so yeah. like I'll, I'll think through politics in a simple. It's a bridge to gather a crowd to start a discussion. So like Roe. Like I'm reading up on Roe now for the fall, largely just because is it a, like, and if I preach on it, do people gather and get that discussion yeah. rolling on it? And then from there, it's yeah. all going back to kind of the things I've talked about here. It goes back to creation, gospel, worship, calling people to repentance. And yeah. so when you're sitting there, what what is Roe about for me? It's about the gospel. Uh, we, yeah. you, have, you have the seed of the serpent, and all through the Bible, uh, as we've talked about throughout this week, is, you know, uh, what was Pharaoh doing? He was crushing the children. What was uh, Herod doing? He was crushing the children. What does the serpent want to do? He wants to crush the children. So when I'm out there preaching, that's my gospel to those who are <laughs> involved in possibly crushing their children's head and calling them to mm. life, to, to turn from death. Of course you're going to kill your child. You've overturned what it means to be a woman. You've overturned that. Everything downstream from that is is a fruit of you rejecting your creator and calling them back to their creator through the death, the burial, and resurrection of Christ. You know, you. We, I don't know if we had enough time to even talk about some of the the wonderful blessings that you've had, where people have come back to you from you preaching and saying, "Man, you just stood up there and proclaimed the gospel of Jesus Christ." I think we hear, or we, it's easy for us to see some of the battles that you go through. We're all in politics. We deal a lot in politics, the outworking of culture inside of our legislation. But there's actually um, a lot. And some, I got to say, we've had some some good times this past <laughs> couple of weeks. Like, it's been really good. Like, yeah. We've we had some nice wins. But those aren't all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But you get a chance to experience a lot of the, 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 the direct interaction between what's making a lot of this out on the legislative side in the campus. What are some of the stories of success that you've had? Yeah, I mean, what's interesting to me and kind of the Lord's kindness. So obviously once COVID came, things like I'm a campus preacher and if campuses are shut down, and then from there, the streets are it. shut down yeah, and people right. are masked. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I, was, I was basically unemployed. You know what I mean? Well, and also, it's like, he's trying to give me COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that'd be the thing. They're, they're, they're like, you don't have a mask on. So, yeah. and, and that's the thing. They want to critique. They'll find anything they can to critique you. Because if they can critique you, yeah. they'll act like it's that. that's a, a kind of a default against it. Jesus. Yeah, 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 we can ignore everything you're saying and we can reject Jesus. Um, and, and we've discussed this a little bit. But one of the things that's been really fascinating is how many people from 2019 kind of going into COVID have uh i've heard from over the last six to eight months um that are just coming back to me being like and and as we've discussed it, it's it's so basic to me that what they're drawn to is here's a guy who just stood his ground and like uh-huh. one thing was really nice uh and i'll take this as as a street preacher sometimes like am i a jerk you know what i mean because like because like when you're when you're <laughs> well, gathered, when you're when you're preaching and you have yeah. you know maybe a hundred people pretty gathered, intense. yeah it'd yeah, be pretty yeah. intense and, and sometimes you're throwing high heat you know what i mean yeah. you're just kind of throwing at their head a little bit yeah. um so for example a, a kind of a a funny story i think it's kind of funny um i was preaching at san diego one time and these girls were topless protesting me and um they said, it, yeah my, wow. my body my choice is what they had yeah. and they kept talking about abortion and i would tell them i'm not out here to discuss abortion i'm out here to preach the gospel to you guys because if you're not worshiping a god of life 
everything downstream is yeah. going to be messed up. And it just kept pushing, pushing, pushing. And finally, I just said to him, I was like, look, the, the reason I don't discuss abortion that much out here is because if your children are going to turn out like you, just go ahead and kill them now. Just kill them now. And they're just like, what the world? Right? Right. And, and then they're like, you, you, you bleeping Nazi. I was like, Wait. but you're the one killing your kids. Right. You know what I mean? So, so that's where you're willing to throw high heat. And yeah. fortunately enough, people there thought it was funny or humorous. But yeah. then within that, you're also trying to discover similarly uh, other people who are genuinely pregnant and your goal yeah. is not throwing high heat at their head. It's how do we share the gospel with someone who's broken, yeah. who's, who's feels like their whole life is upended. So how do you share the gospel? And what, what I've been able to see over, over the years, what's fascinating to me, the, the scriptures simply say, one man sows, one water, God gives the increase. And I'm often part of either the sowing uh, or the watering. And it's usually genuinely two, three, sometimes even five years down the road of preaching that I'll hear back from individuals That's who, right. who, have, That's right. who have discovered the gospel. You know, uh, so uh, I come from an environment where if you're not sharing the gospel, you're probably not a Christian. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. like, I came from that's the environment. Like, if you're not out there preaching, if you're not, ha- like, how many days has it gone by that you haven't shared the gospel with somebody? So I, even though I don't hold to that, it's still kind of in me. Yeah, <laughs> it's still yeah. kind of. You know, and, and to an extent, it should be in you. Yeah, and that's kind yeah. of the hard part because yeah. you have sins of commission, which everybody recognizes, right. but, and sins yeah. of omission. And yeah. so you can go through your life, and and you know, if you shrink back from sharing the gospel, you have the opportunity, and you don't take it. No one knows. Maybe yeah. your friend yeah. does, but yeah. no one. No one knows what's between you and God. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, but so. you know, the thing that really got me, so even though I came up in that kind of environment, the thing that really got me was um, the Lordship of Christ. And I was like, okay, the Lordship of Christ in my life is one thing. I think that people can get very comfortable um, and, and satisfied with salvation in one sense. Like the, the experience of they got it, they, the hype over, they're excited about it. And, and then they just go about doing life and they haven't, they don't ponder it the same way. And that's, that's okay because it matures. You you grow and expands more and more, and so your relationship becomes better, deeper, and richer. And and um, but when you go back and you think about the 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 reality of Christ and what He's done in the world, and how you talked about it this Wednesday, He's come, He's made the He's made the world right again. And you think about that, it gives you a different type of way that you share the gospel with somebody. Mm-hmm. And so now everything that goes on around me in one way or another, I'm thinking of like, oh, man, that person has to hear about how the world has been made right. And one of the one of the main things I, I think that we have as Reformed believers um, that's far richer, you know, not to be disrespectful to the Baptist, but, but the gospel is not just heaven, hell. You know what I mean? And, that's, and right. that's, what, that's what most people end up. When you think of the hyper evangelist guys who's like, you have to be doing all the time, it's very much, oh, do you want to go to heaven or hell? That's Are you a it. good person or a bad person? Yes. And then from there, it's just kind of the final eschatological thing. And everything in between is kind of like, eh, we're just, we're just kind of on a sinking ship. Whereas yeah. if we go back to a doctrine of creation and what were men and, ma- men and women made to do, made to be fruitful and multiply and expand the garden. And when your gospel is us being restored back to being men and women, uh, and not only that, we will be glorified. Right. So we're restored back to there. And so from there, your family matters, expanding the garden matters, and your evangelism becomes far more robust than just, oh, mm. I have to get this tract to somebody. I have to share this gospel because it's about heaven and hell. Now, obviously, I'm not rejecting the doctrine of heaven and hell no, in any way, not. shape, or form. No, no. But even if you read through the book of Acts, ask yourself— I guess kind of even two questions. How often do they say, hey, God loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life? Not very often. And how often do they talk about hell? Not very often. They do talk about a coming judgment, uh, and therefore he commands all men everywhere to repent. repent. So so we're maintaining that. But what we're doing as Christians um, is that we're bringing people back into what it means to be men and women. And that's even much of this abortion debate. Everything that's going on is related to creation, and the gospel is is putting us Mm -hmm. right for the here and now, not just in a future, future state. And once that changes... 
your gospel kind of changed on how you go about sharing the gospel with people, meeting people, loving people. Everything becomes revolutionized. It's, at that point. it's, it's more robust too, right? Yeah. It, it, and that's the thing. I always say this: people who don't, who, you can always tell the people who've gotten their genesis wrong because of the way they share the gospel. Mm-hmm. When they share the gospel in a way that's robust, it fits into the the cosmology of the world. It has a cosmology with it. Yeah. All of a sudden. They have a different view of Genesis too, right? Yeah. You start realizing they understand what Christ was fixing and making things right from, from Genesis, what mm-hmm. we lost it at, right? It yeah. always goes into that. And, and even one of the things that ends up falling short in some strands of our evangelism and even our apologetic is, is Genesis wants us to battle ground for Chuck Darwin. We reject Chuck Darwin and so, well, we got to keep maintain Genesis 1, but we right. haven't really developed the creation theology out That's of it. That's right. And so, you know, I didn't end up doing it. I was supposed to do a little series on critiquing answers in Genesis. I never did it, but but it, it kind of boils down to that strand of thing where it's just kind of like Genesis 1 is kind of tagged on in the sense of like, we need to reject, reject uh, Darwinism. So let's kind of, we're creationists in this sense, but we're not creationists in the full robust dominion mandate and all that that entails. I just so noticed you called Charles Chuck. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, y'all yeah. close like that? Uh, yes. Chucky D. Yeah, Chucky Chuck. D. Yeah. <laughs> Who overturning Roe hurts more explained in seven charts. Data shows why taking abortions rights away is actual structural violence against women. We're going to talk about this article uh, in by, behind the paywall. Uh, so if you're not a Fight Laugh Club member, you're going to miss all this information we're about to go through. You don't want to miss this. But hey, it's been a lovely week. Pray for Pastor Toby as he's enjoying the rest of the vacation. We hope you guys have a wonderful 4th of July. There will be no Happy show birthday, America. on Monday, but we'll hear, We'll see you here Tuesday. That's right. Happy birthday, America. Indeed. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Tuesday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight laugh and feast this is cross politics the season of augustine and the season of cassiodorus were very different moments in a crucial transformation that occurred in the history of the western liberal arts all right so just stay like this how how am i doing here yeah you don't like you don't like this huh What does a Christian education look like when non-Christians are the ones who control the institutions of learning? This is a question that confronted Bishop Augustine of Hippo in North Africa in the fifth century AD. Augustine lived at the twilight of the Roman Empire. He himself had been trained with the best learning that Rome at that time had to offer. He himself actually came through the ranks and taught rhetoric in some of the best schools. And it was then, after he had come of age, that he converted to Christianity, but he wanted to continue the project of education, but this time for Christians. And so he had to confront the question, what does a Christian education look like when the unbelievers control the field? when they control the institutions, when the whole apparatus and curriculum of learning emerge from a pagan environment. And so Augustine wondered, what is it that Christians should jettison? What is it that Christians can embrace? What is it that Christians can adopt, but in modified form? These are the questions that Augustine confronted when he sought to educate Christians in an environment when unbelievers dominated the field. A century later, we see a man in the south of Italy named Cassiodorus who faced a very different educational landscape. He had to ask what did a Christian education look like in an environment where unbelievers had abandoned the project of education altogether. The infrastructure of learning 
had entirely eroded. If education was to proceed at all, it had to proceed on the foundation of Christianity. The Christians had to be the ones preserving education. What does a Christian education look like when Christians are the ones forming the institutions, when Christians are the ones organizing the curriculum? Well, these two seasons in the history of education, the season of Augustine and the season of Cassiodorus, just 100 years apart, were very different moments in a crucial transformation that occurred in the history of the Western liberal arts. We're gonna be studying this story. We're going to be going back to the sources. We're going to go back to Augustine. We're gonna go back to Cassiodorus. We're gonna ask ourselves, which of their predicaments most resembles our own? Which can we learn from Augustine's period? What can we learn from Cassiodorus's period? As we confront these questions, we're gonna engage these sources, and we invite you to join us here at New St. Andrews College.